You're listening to Passioners Podcast with Norbert Pustai. It's all about meaning, mission, and passion. Hi, everyone. Today, my guest is Dori Samoshi. We met at the G Women's Network event. She's a leader at G here in Budapest, Hungary. But she will tell more about herself, what is her role now, and what is the story of her uh, career path. Hi, Norbi. Thank, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Dori. I'm working for GE. I'm with the company more like 12 years already. Uh, I started my career um, in uh, working capital solution. And I was a leader, team leader of the collection team that time. And I was spent like eight beautiful years with the account receivables team there. I, I learned a lot how to convince people, how to have a good conversation with GE customers. And obviously our goal was to, to collect all the money back to GE. Now I'm here in global operations and on a totally different side of, of the finance. I'm with the Econs Payable team already um, since 2016, um, and I'm responsible for um, AP Healthcare Europe. This is one of the biggest business uh, we are servicing from Budapest. I have a big team now, uh, around 100 people. Wow. It's, it's huge and absolutely challenging, but I really love my work because I can, I can talk to people. Uh, we can have conversation, brainstorming, and, and I'm very happy to be here because hopefully I can share tons of things about my passions. Thanks a lot. It's very interesting. Um, what was the biggest lesson of your professional life? Good question. I mean... Uh, being part of G is it's uh, each and every day is a it's a challenge, and I would say that uh, you are in the best place if you can learn daily basis something. What I could maybe highlight that uh, what I learned and I will be very honest in this podcast. I had great managers here in G, and I learned a lot from them. But I had, I remember I had a, had a manager back in, I think it's 2010, uh, in Working Capital Solution, and, and he told me that you are very good at what you are doing, um, you can lead your team, uh, you can achieve whatever you want, but you need to learn that you are not alone. You have a team, uh, you need to rely on them, you need to involve them, and you need to ask for help. And... Um, and maybe this is what I learned, and this is what I'm practicing daily basis since then. I'm not alone. Uh, I have a big team. I need to involve them in uh, in different discussions. They are the one who knows the the market, the suppliers. Uh, I can help them, and I think as a leader here in G, my responsibility is to help them, uh, give them opportunity to grow. Uh, I need to be here and listen to them. I need to understand what are the obstacles they are dealing with. And my obviously role is to uh, help them to avoid this obstacle. I cannot book any invoices on behalf of them, but I can help them to, to go further and, for example, just close the project. So this this was one of my 
biggest lesson learned here in G, and I'm, I'm very thankful that I had this lesson, to be honest, because without this, I would just fight alone. And here in GE, uh, the best thing what I can share with you is that you are not alone. We are one big team. Obviously, all of the target and the challenges, it's, it's sometimes really dramatic and sometimes you cannot imagine how you will solve it, how you will achieve those targets and how you will deliver those results. But if you are working as a team and you are involving people from other teams, then that's, that's the cooperation which helps us daily basis. But how, how could you learn this process? So when you start doing something and you, you, you feel like you are the best in that, that process or that, uh, that task, how you can involve someone else if you like, don't trust them or you think that they can't handle this, this problem? Well, um, hmm. I would say uh, when I started as, as like a junior team leader, Right, I had a team like six people, and uh, they were absolutely good. They know how to collect money. They had a very good um, skills to convince supplier and customers as well. But I remember I had one person in my team, and and she was a bit negative. She doesn't want to work with the team, and I also got feedback from the team members that. She's okay, but we need her to achieve the goal what we have as a team. So I started to think about what should I do as a leader, and uh, due to the fact that I didn't have any good practice that time, I just turned to my manager. And what he advised me to, let's, let's talk to that person. And Dory, you need to understand what are the things that uh, she has in her mind. Uh, you need to understand whether she likes her job or not. You need to understand how you can help her. So try to deal with that person as, a, as an individual. And you as a leader, you need to listen to that person. If you, ha you can have a good conversation in 20 minutes, you need to be quiet and you need to listen to that person. And after that, what you need to do, just reflect on those things, what, what she shared with you. So actually I did this, and I absolutely learned immediately that that person has a very tough period in her life. You and mean private life? Private mm -hmm. life. And she is absolutely focusing on, on the family. Mm -hmm. That's why we didn't see that she has enthusiasm or mm -hmm. she, what, what, we, what we observe that she doesn't want to work with us. But actually it, it was not true. Mm -hmm. She had a very tough period in her private life, and she was focusing on that. So what we agreed, to be honest, after this 20-minute talk, that that's absolutely fine. Everybody can have this tough period in her private life, and we are here to support her if it's needed. We agreed also that she can spend some time uh, at home, working from home. I think this is one of the it's, – it's a very good thing here in G that we have this opportunity. And, you know, as – I gave this opportunity to her, she started to feel better. Mm. And she understood that she can ask for help as well. 
And if you are on the same page with somebody and you can solve a, a problem together, that, 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 that the most important part. And what we realized after one week, that she started to cooperate with other people in the team and she started to ask questions, just ping other persons through, uh, through uh, Skype and WebEx. So I was very happy to be honest because I helped my team uh, and, and I learned something which I didn't know in the past. We also discussed yesterday about another topic that um, you really love your job and, and you love to spend time in the office with work. Mm. But is it hard to say no? Of course, yes, yes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very, very passionate about my work. Um, I, I'm very lucky to be part of GE. Um, and the reason what I'm, what I'm saying I'm lucky um, because I always had a chance to learn something new year by year. And I think it's not just that you had the opportunity, but you need to uh, accept the, these challenges. Um, say no, it, it's absolutely hard, but we, we, we have to learn how to say no. So as I wanted to always, you know, just prove that I'm the one who can solve everything, I'm the one who is the best team leader, uh, and I'm the one who is uh, who can do um, things for the team. I started to feel that there are situations that people said that okay, anyway, Dory will solve it. And you know what I felt is I have more work, uh, more challenges, which is fine for a while. But after that, you will start to realize that this is just too much. I don't feel that I'm confident in that situation. So again, what I did, I just turned to my manager again and said that this is the recent situation I'm in. What would be your recommendation? And he, and he said, obviously, uh, he was very straightforward in that, said, just say no. And I said that, okay, but I mean, they are really senior people and, and they are from the business. And he said that, so who cares? Say no. If you promise something that you cannot deliver, it's, it's not a good scenario. It's even worse. It's even worse. So you need to say no, and this is what I learned, that uh, if, if there is a question, there is a request from somebody, you need to be very clear on that, what are the things that you need to deliver. You need to assess the situation you are in and say yes if you are able to deliver and say no if there are something uh, in your way and you cannot deliver uh, this kind of request. So saying no, I think it's a very healthy solution because if you, if you, if you say yes to each and every request, it's, uh, it's not good. Not good for you and not good for the company because they are, they are counting on you, but you cannot deliver what you have promised. Hmm. You have many, uh, like, I don't know how to call them, like uh, in-house organizations, like Women's Network, which is an organization for women, and uh, Toastmasters, which is a public speaking organization, but you have your own G Toastmasters club, and, and I can continue that so many clubs and, yep. and, and places. Um, what is your current role? So what do you do if you are not uh, busy with your daily task mm -hmm. uh, inside G. Um, currently, I'm I'm the co-leader or the or the co-champions of 
VIO, which is Women in Operation, focusing on the supply chain female talents. So here in GE, in Global Operation, we have a, a huge team focusing on supply chain. So this is actually um, sourcing, accounts payable, um, customs, logistics. Um, and what we said that we would like to have the female talents uh, to grow in supply chain. Uh, as supply chain is, is playing a very big role uh, here in GE, we need these young talents uh, soon in a leader position. And this is what we said that, yes, we are here to, to, uh, to help them. So actually, we are cooperating with Women's Network. So Women in Operation is part of Women's Network. So we are in, in weekly contact with the Women's um, Network team members. We, we are organizing sessions, uh, learning more and more about supply chain, um, having some uh, panel discussion with leaders from G different G businesses, and maybe the most important part is just uh, build a connection with the real G manufacturing sites. So here in, in, in Global Operations Budapest, we are doing kind of back office activity, let's say this way, but the real supply chain, the real manufacturing is, is absolutely happening in a, in a manufacturing plant. I had the opportunity to travel this year a lot and I, I, uh, we, we were in Sweden and Israel and to see those brilliant factories, just amazing. So uh, I, I can recommend everybody, if you have a chance to travel with G, do that because you can see those brilliant factories. You will understand how manufacturing is working. You will understand that with your job, with your position, how you can contribute to a brilliant factory. So this is what we are doing in Women in Operation. And I can just, you know, I would just encourage everybody to take part of in these, in these um, uh, teams. This is a voluntary-based activity, what we are doing, but this is how you can get connected to people. This is how you can learn more, uh, grow faster than you expected because this is a really an unstressed environment. And, and if you fail that, you will learn from it. Hmm. How do you help people um, in, the, in the development? Like um, we already talked about um, yesterday about the leadership programs. Mm -hmm. What else do you have or how, how do these uh, programs work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, here in G, we have this uh, leadership program, like uh, the FMP program, which is the financial manager program. Uh, we have the same for, for uh, operation uh, managers, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. But just don't forget about the, the rest. So we have mentoring, we have coaching. Within Vimis Network, we just started a, a, a mentoring program. At the moment, I have two mentees. And I have also a coach, to be honest. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who is always passionate about learn more. Um, and I mean, I have a plan to, to just grow in my position or maybe just taking a, a much bigger role soon, hopefully. But I need to learn. And I really would like to learn from the best. And here in GV, we have great leaders. I mean, believe me, they are just amazing. And they are so open and they are willing to have people. Uh, so we have so many opportunities. Uh, we try to advertise these. And, uh, but each and every individual who are working for G, I think it's, it, it should be 
th- there should be a need for for connecting to people to learn something new. So we have almost everything. I think that's that's why we are we're lucky, and I'm proud of being part of G. Um, what else we can mention? Yeah, for example. Um, within the daily operation, because we are running so-called factory and operation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so-called cool program, which is coaching on operational lean. So this is how we try to help the people to uh, have this lean mindset, try to find out that what is the best way to simplify their daily work. And you know, the great idea is never uh, comes from, uh, from leaders, big leaders but from those who are really doing the dirty daily job because they are doing that and they know actually that what are the things that we need to do differently. So cool program is, is absolutely a cool program and, uh, and it's, it's absolutely available here in GE. Mm-hmm. Um, can you explain like how, how does it work? For example, the FMP program, what are the, the benefits? So it's like you, you, um, when we had in March a program with, with G, uh, an event, Emily, the finance di- director of the European Global Reparation Center, she told me that uh, it was like um, she spent uh, time in different countries and she could learn in different places. And also about the coaching program, they are like colleagues who supporting others or they are external coaches or can you explain a bit more? Um, try to, um, try to explain it. Uh, I was not part of the FMP program, mm-hmm. um, but what, what I can see that they are really talented. So uh, the recruitment for this program, I think it's absolutely uh, gorgeous. Uh, one of the biggest benefits, what I can tell about being part of this program that you have opportunity to travel and for six months being part of a, of a, a real business. And I think this is what we learned also from Emmy that uh, being there when the manufacturing is happening, uh, you will learn almost everything about finance, supply chain, FP&A, uh, or even project management. So if somebody would like to join this FMP program, they will be able to, uh, you know, build connection with different leaders, big leaders, and they are there to support them. So if somebody just finished the FMP program, I'm sure that they will have a very good at challenging position in GE uh, because they had the chance to to learn uh, each and every six months something new. And what I also heard is very a tough program. So they need to learn and they have exams and they need to run different projects. So it's it's pretty challenging. It's funny because if I see from outside your organization, it's a huge company with so many uh, employees. And I've, I would think that uh, people can feel lost, but in the end, you get so many support from others and you have so many programs, so that's amazing. What is your uh, biggest achievement at work you are proudest of? Hmm. Already 12 years with GE. I'm really proud that I can see people uh, who are growing in their positions. For example, I hired them like six years ago, 
and right now they are leading teams or they are running different projects. And I think this is what I, I mean, I'm really proud. So when you can see uh, young people and you have the feeling that she or he is talented and you are giving them uh, an opportunity, just, you know, take care about them, having some nice chit chat, mentor them, coach them, helping their career. And after a couple of years, you can see them that now they are leading a team uh, or, or uh, playing a um, project management role. Yes, that's, that's in my heart. So I, I think that's the, my biggest achievement when you can develop people and, and you made a good decision giving them uh, different opportunities. The other thing maybe I, I would mention that uh, I'm very proud that I, I didn't give up. It's so easy to say that I don't want to do this daily basis. Of course, I had a very tough uh, period here in GE, but somehow I'm, I'm always get out from that dark period, let's say this way. I'm always met good people who helped me to get out from this uh, tough period. And if you don't give up and if you try to, you know, just convince yourself daily basis that you would like to do something else, you would like to do uh, more things, or you would like to just uh, be better daily basis in your job, this is how you can motivate yourself. So my personal biggest achievement that I learned that it is possible, and you don't need to give up because if you are really clear uh, with your skills, you can survive or you can even do some career. Thank you. Yesterday I talked to William Banker and uh, we made a podcast together and he mentioned that he do sport every day. Mm. He, he reads every day. So he built up a habit which um, made him successful or help him growing. What are your, your habits like? Do you plan your days or what are your success habits? Oh, yeah. I have one, and this is what I learned in one of the G. Crotonville trainings like three years ago in the U.S., and um, my habit is having um, a 30 minutes reflection each and every day. It can be done in the morning or in the evening, um, and what I'm always doing and, and try to think over what I did on that recent day what are the moments I'm proud of and what are the things that I would like to do somehow differently because I just have the feeling that I was not that pushy or I didn't, you know, was so concrete on that particular question. So I always have this 30 minutes reflection without any phone, without TV, uh, without any noise around me, just sitting and, and try to reflect what I did in that day. And I'm always planning my, uh, my, my week ahead. So always checking my calendar, what are, the, uh, what are those meetings I need to be prepared, um, and try to give um, opportunity to myself to relax as well. So my habit, uh, on top of this 30 minutes daily reflection, I'm singing in a choir, and I'm doing gardening as well. It's, for me, it's absolutely crucial because here in the office, I mean, we are just running and running from meetings. 
we are using our brain, but I really need this, you know, the, these tangible things, what you, you can do daily basis. Singing in a choir, it gives me confident because I can be the one who don't need to make decisions. I can be just part of the team. And I'm, I'm doing my best to, you know, if we are uh, having a concert or something, but just playing a role that you are not the one who needs to make a decision, that's, that's absolutely good. And, but anyways, I'm passionate about music and, and, and singing. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned the uh, gardening because yeah. you can do something physical. I, I once I talked to a banker and he told me that he he loves doing also like physical things like creating and and uh, things like this because at work uh, he can't do that. Uh, you you mentioned Croton wheels, so you have so many uh, programs and workshops inside uh, these mm -hmm. headquarters, and uh, you have like external trainers, but but many times you do it uh, with your own colleagues. Mm -hmm. They you you learn from each others. And what is this Croton wheel thing? Um, Croton wheel is a is a is a training center actually. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's. Um, if I know, um, I mean, it's pretty hard to get to that training center. Uh, but when you are there and you have the option to be there and learn, I mean, uh, the it's trainers. Only for leaders? Uh, only for leaders, mainly mm -hmm. for, for, for leaders and for different leadership skills mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be developed. Uh, but when you are there, I mean, uh, the trainers there, is they are amazing. They are just amazing. So it's not only a one week uh, in a in relaxation, let's say this way, but always you have the chance to reflect back on your career and the opportunity that you can meet different G leaders and you are there the same place with them. It's always a good opportunity to have some connections. As I said, it's not so easy to get into that program, but uh, if you are a leader, I'm, I'm sure that um, here in G, uh, most of us will have the opportunity to go there. Hmm. Thanks for sharing this. Uh, we talked about meaning and mission and, and passion and these topics. Can you share your thoughts and your experiences about this uh, topic? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, I know that I'm passionate about uh, leading teams and and uh, encourage people, develop people. So this is what I know. Um, without this, I think I cannot work. Uh, my mission, that's a good question. I think I, I still need to <laughs> think about that. But if I need to emphasize it in a very, very simple way, my mission is actually... Uh, correct processes, um, making sure that what we are doing here in daily basis, it's, it's meaningful for the suppliers, also the end users of the G products. Uh, my mission is to understand the needs of the different G businesses and, and working with them together as, as a partner. So we are not working for them, but we are working together. I think that's a very crucial point. So sometimes we have a discussion with different G businesses and they are saying that, but you need to do this and this and that. And I'm always saying, but we need to do this together. I mean, we are not alone here. If we are able to solve a 
for example, process issue in the AP, I'm sure that you can run your factory 100%. So I think my mission, again, is, is to try to find out the best balance in this partnership between my team and the business and help them to grow in, in their business. Thank you. Uh, my final question is, what would you advise to those people who are still in the process to find their passion? Or do you have anything else you'd like to share before the final question? Uh, you know me, Norby, I can speak without any time <laughs> limit. But um, what I can recommend that just be open. If you don't know what you would like to do, uh, be open. Just keep your eyes open get uh, connected with different people, just, you know, get out from your small box, uh, join one of the one of the team, what we hear, what we have here, like uh, Women's Network, GE United, Health Ahead, Toastmaster, whatever. If you're part of this team, I'm sure that you will have feedback, you are able to develop yourself, uh, and you can have very good kind of personal relationship with, with, with others. I think that's the best way and that's the easiest way to find your passion. If you are alone, you won't have these people around you. So you won't have any feedback. You don't know how you are doing. Just being part of a good team, being part of GE. Mm. Uh, and if you will find your passion, I'm sure that it will be much better for yourself as well because you know that what are the things that you would like to achieve and also it's, that's the best for the company as well. Thank you very much. That was my final question and, and it was amazing to listening your, your thoughts. Um, why we started this series to make podcasts with G leaders because also I was curious about their story, the personal stories, but also it was interesting to get into the world the, of this big family, the GE. And um, you can you can find yourself in a huge organization. People will support you, your leaders, your mentors, and your colleagues, and. Um, also, I see many people, they are struggling with the daily job, that they are missing something from the job. It's either creativity or it can be anything else. I know many people who, who wants to become photographer or uh, things like this. But what I experienced, the G, you can try out many things. Either you have your own uh, like full-time job, but inside the organization there are many other activities you can do. The public speaking, this women organization, this G United, so so, so many things to do. So it's a very colorful uh, organization, and and especially thanks for sharing your your story because. Um, I could feel when you start to talk about your your profession, your your job, uh, um, you really, you really love it. So uh, <laughs> that's a meaningful and and passionate story. Thank you very much, and thanks for listening. Bye bye.